Hello, welcome back to episode five of the Saran Wrap podcast. I'm here with my uh, guest, Alejandro Josefina Hinkis the third. The third. <laughs> Ali Joe, um, you can introduce yourself and kind of how we know each other. Okay. <laughs> Take it away. Um, hi, I'm Ali Joe Hinkis. <laughs> uh, okay, so my name is Ali Joe. Everybody calls me Jojo. Um, we met at the gym. Yeah. Actually, I remember the first day we met. Is that weird? <laughs> it has to do with the gym, right? No, because I remember you followed me on Instagram, and then James and I had started talking. We went on our first date. Oh, and then I came. And it was like, you. yeah, and it was like around Thanksgiving, and I was on the ab thing. The one that goes like this. I don't know what that is. And I remember what shirt I was wearing too. It's so weird. And you like <laughs> that came was a big up. Day for you. And you came up to um, me with James, and you, you're like, "Hey, I'm Jason." And, like shook my hands. And then I remember a few days later, I was like uh, doing shoulder presses and had my headphones on and I saw you. I was like, I feel like he's not going to say hi, like I'll just wave. And like you literally came over to me as I was working out, had a full-blown conversation. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I always knew you as the girl that was able to get your hat like down to your eyebrows so you, no one could see like half of your face. Yeah, that's how I did it. That's how you roll. Yeah. Alright, so we've known each other for quite some time now. Yeah, She's cheers. dating one of my best friends, James Kasha. Shout out to him. Um, Aww. Should I like look in the camera? Yeah, I'm if you sure. want to. I'm okay. just recovering about when I just got viciously humped about five minutes ago. <laughs> Still thinking about that. Doodle. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. I've known Ali Joe for about two years now. Yeah. She is a huge, huge fitness person. Yeah. That's uh, that's kind of her life and what it revolves around. How yeah. did you get into fitness? I got into fitness actually through dance. Um, so like I grew up dancing. I was mm -hmm. three when I started. I always played sports, but I got into fitness because of dance, um, but like kind of backtracking. My dad always took my sister and I like on runs through the neighborhood. It was like the death of us, but like he would reward us with a pink donut with sprinkles on it from wow. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so it was like, okay, if you guys run five miles, they get you a donut. So like we would go to the reservoir and this was when I was probably like not even 10 years old or I was probably like 10, I don't know. And then we would come home, he would get like a deck of cards and like you would flip it and it would say 10 and you have to do like 10 sit-ups and he'd like hold our feet down he thought we were football players and I was like an answer <laughs> I never knew this about you that's insane <laughs> so I start, it started with so that you and, you and Heidi were just doing some like rocky training behind Literally. the scenes before you were even 10 yeah and he coached us so he we would coach us at soccer during the week and like that's what we would do on weekends okay so you played soccer like the majority of your yeah. life um yeah so I started doing soccer I feel like every kid started playing soccer mm -hmm. and they kind of just like I don't know if it was natural. I feel like my family would say that it wasn't. But, like, I don't know. I feel like every kid plays soccer. And then I started dancing, and I um, eventually had to pick between the two, and dance was my passion. I don't think I was that good at soccer. <laughs> I'll never forget. I was, like, getting so frustrated. Instead of kicking the ball, I picked it up and ran. <laughs> oh, I was no. so frustrated. <laughs> there you go. You sound like a pretty decent but, soccer um, player. To get into fitness, I remember, and this is probably, like, I, not bad, but I feel like a lot of, like, women and kids have this issue. I remember... Um, I was in the dance room with like all the older girls and we had to do a lift and I was like afraid for the older dancer to like lift me because I was afraid I was too heavy. Yeah. Because I wasn't like the skinniest kid. Like I went through my phases. I was pretty chunky. Like I had like huge cheeks Aww. and like I kind of had big thighs and I remember like standing in the dance room. We didn't have skirts on. It was just a leotard or a leotard and pink tights and I remember looking at like my best friend at the time. Her name was Ariana. She was a really good ballet dancer mm -hmm. and like she had a gap between her thighs. And I remember Side looking, gap. yeah, and I remember looking at me, and I was like, I don't have that, and I was like super self conscious as a kid, um, but like I kind of outgrew it. I was kind of always just like, take it or leave it. This is me. I've always been like that. <laughs> That's awesome. So you did yeah. 
dance for like the majority of your life yeah. and then as you got older you stick with dance stuck with dance yeah i went to high school for dance so where i lived it was kind of on the border of howell and freehold township mm -hmm. and i was districted to freehold township high school but i auditioned um for fpac program freehold performing arts center and i got into the dance program so oh, wow. I went to Howell instead of doing gym and like electives. I like don't know where I should look. Instead of doing gym or electives, I did um, dance, singing, acting, and all that stuff. Oh wow! And I did that as a kid. My mom used to like take me on auditions to the city. I loved being like you were in, in like a commercial, of... right? Yeah, I did a couple of things. I um I did something for BMW, Dora the Explorer. What? Or <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, as a kid, I wanted to be famous, and I wanted to be on Broadway, and I wanted to do, like, modeling and stuff. So my mom had founded this um, agent, or they had founded me through somebody else, through doing headshots and stuff. And, like, I would go get picked up every day at school at, like, an hour early, and my mom would drive me into the city. And then from the city, I'd go to dance. What? Yeah. Do you still have, like, the same aspirations? Like, is that something Recently, I've been wanting to, like, model more, but, like, not an Instagram model. I'll model for Apple Fitness, but like, I don't know, I want to be on TV or like do something. Um, I'm not tall enough, I feel like, to like be a runway model, obviously, I'm five feet. But I would like to do something, for sure. What's like the average height of a runway model? I don't know, like Kylie Je Kendall Jenner. Are they tall? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, kind of backtracking a little bit, too. Okay. Ali Joe used to work at Orange Theory Fitness, and that's how I got my into coaching there as well. Yeah. What uh, what brought you down that route, and what did that mean to you at the time? Um, like, what brought me down the Orange Theory route? Yeah. Um, so, I was in college. I kind of, like, didn't know what path I wanted to do. Changed my majors a bunch of time. I knew I wanted to do something in fitness. So, I originally went for communications, and I, my dream was to, like, write for Muscle and Fitness Hers. Like, I was following all their articles, and I loved writing, and I was always pretty good at it. So, then from there, had an internship at the Dr. Ash Show, and I thought... That was awesome, but it wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. I didn't want to do TV production. I wanted to do like articles, magazines, and stuff like that. Long story short, a bunch of things happened in my life. I changed my major, never did the internship, um, and I was like, I'm going to become a teacher because I can do fitness on the side. I could be a mom, teach classes, um, teach dance, whatever the case was. So at that point in time when I was going through college, I taught Pure Bar, went through a whole certification. Um, that really helped me develop as an instructor. I was there for about three years, and then I went on an interview with Orange Theory in Marlboro, and they wouldn't hire me as a coach. And I was like, I'm not doing sales. Like, I want to be a coach. A couple months went by. Um, my cousin was always recommending me. Um, my mom ended up signing up. Spoke to Julie, and she was like, Bring her in. And and I write for them. From when I met Julie, I got hired. Yeah. And that's kind of how it happened and transpired. Cool. Um, Does that make sense? I don't know. It did make sense. <laughs> uh, it made sense to me. I think it'll make sense to everyone else. Okay. That's awesome. So, like, you have, like, a lot of stuff going on in your life. And yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, it takes a lot of self-confidence to yeah. do the things that you aspire to do and to accomplish the things you've accomplished. Yeah. Where does that come from? Is that something you've always had? Like, it... confidence-wise? Yeah, I mean, not everyone just wakes up one day and is like, you know what, I'm going to be on a Door of the Explorer commercial <laughs> and my life's just going to spiral down this crazy path. I have to say, like, it's not that I always have confidence, because don't get me wrong, like, not that I get depressed, because, like, I know that's, like, a real thing, but, like, I'm so hard on myself, like, and I know sometimes I'm too hard on myself, and I'm, like, very regimented, I like things done a certain way, but, like, my confidence just comes from, like, I feel like if you don't like me, then, uh, then go like someone else, or if you don't want to be my friend, it's fine, like, we all like different things, but yeah. I'm me, and 
I can't change who I am to please people. Right. I try and do things to, that makes other people happy, but I've learned like in my personal life experiences that like in order to make someone else happy, I have to be happy. And, right. and that took a lot, a lot of time to um, like come to that realization. But I don't know, my confidence just comes from like, I don't know, you get one life. Just be yourself. <laughs> YOLO. Drake. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, to add on to what you were saying, I really like the quote, what's meant for you will always find you. Yeah. And everything true. else is just, like, not meant for you. You exactly. know what I mean? So, like, there's no point in, like, worrying or getting down about where your life path may take you. I know, I'm but starting I've been to, like, doing that lately. It's tough. It's, it's tough. so hard. I've been working on that, like, a lot this year, and it's, like, made such a huge impact in my life. Yeah, I feel like that's how we also, like, connect, and, like, when we talk about, like, mm -hmm. what we want to do, like, where me and you are, like, pretty goal-oriented. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't even call them, like, goals anymore. Like, it's come to the point where I could just, like, talk about something. Like, this is just, I'm just understanding now, like, this is, like, a reoccurring theme in my life. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll talk about something, and maybe it won't happen for like another couple of years, but it okay. does, it does happen. It always does. What's the quote? It's like, leave it out there. You have to manifest it. So like yeah. you speak your thoughts into existence. And it will happen. Yeah. yeah. I truly believe, I truly believe that's like a real thing. Yeah. Have you read the book, The Secret? A lot of, I've actually heard a lot of people talk about that. So I was going through like a really, well, I, it was horrible to me, like in my life, um, and like the beginning years of high school and my mom was like, read The Secret, read The Secret. And like, <laughs> I didn't like her at the time, and I was like, I'm not reading it. But I read it. That was a pretty and, accurate uh, <laughs> Randy voice. <laughs> and I read it, and it's like, think positive things, and positive things will happen too, and that's always stuck with me, because like, sometimes I do think negatively, and I'm like, okay, just think positive, like, mm -hmm. positive thoughts, positive things, surround yourself with good people, and like, good things will happen. Right. And I truly believe that. Yeah, you have to attest to it. I think yeah. like, you can't be in a bad vibe if you want to attract like, good things. You no, have, you have to be in a good vibe. You want to <laughs> say okay. hi? No, I don't. I look like a neck. You look great. No. Doodle. You. He was playing. Intermission. With his Special guest alert. Oh wait, he was playing with his friend. I have a video. Look, he it made. He has a best buddy now. They're playing. Uh -huh. there. Look. Aww. Oh my god, you smell like the Yeah, he does smell. That's exactly what my sister would say. I know because he's all around. excited. No, because he's all <gasps> excited. Manifesting positivity. Come here. Okay. Go to Jason. Come here, buddy. We just had a short doodle break. Doody. Yeah, we have a new guest in the podcast now. He's gonna hang out with us. Come here, sit. <laughs> Why are you sticking your tongue out like that? Okay, just, ear. Chill, just chill, just chill. Fix the ear. You Fix can give him his bone. He's like, what? Soda, um. Yeah, because he puts his whole face in the freaking so water. So stinky. And then he smells like the outside. The outside. I hate that smell. Um, to add on to what we were saying, I think we were talking about like manifesting our goals and dreams. And like confidence and whatever. Speaking of confidence, like I have my shirt on that says kiss my sass. Kiss my sass, baby. Hey, um, and it says a cup of joe on the back. We can talk about that, but um, yep. it's kind of just like kiss my sass. Like I'm very nice person. <laughs> I don't think I'm mean, do you? I don't think so. No, but like I kind of just like tell you how it is. Like it's like sassy. Not well, on purpose, can... it's just like. I've been around you so much that I can I know when you're like upset and you're not really like projecting that you're upset but you have like a very stern voice. Yeah, like I'm pretty like put the foot down. Yeah. You're like when James and I go out and like he oh my god, we were in Costco once and I can you stop biting me? We were in Costco once and he like needed to find something and he was afraid to ask the like employee where it was and I was like, James, he's like, But you're the speaking captain. Like I always have to ask things. James. Are you serious? <laughs> but he's he's asks now. You have a speaking captain. <laughs> he's gonna get so mad at me. I said, "I'm really sorry. Love you." Oh, dear. Wow, I've never seen that side of James before. His sensitive side. Of 
Anywho, um, to backtrack off what we were saying, um, uh, yeah, I was saying you, you have to be in a good vibe if you want to attract good things, and I think that's, um, that's the easiest way to get to where you want to get. Obviously, like, you have to put in some work and you have to make a plan. Yeah, for sure. For, like, to accomplish what you want to accomplish, but being negative is only just going to, it's going to hinder things and slow things down because yeah. you're, you're not going to be open up to opportunities and, and people aren't just going to, like, relate with you on that level if you're just like an overall negative person absolutely where's the blind i think in actually no case in life being having like a negative mindset is going to benefit you in any way absolutely it yeah. never will yeah because if you're negative and then people like let's say they work for you they're going to hate working for you your company could fail or, or whatever it is your role so you should always surround it's not even that people. too like you can i feel like the most um you know successful i guess you could even say like popular people in the world they, they just have like such a, a way about them that people want to be around them. They attract yeah. people. Yes, that's a great way of putting it. Mm -hmm. All right, stop biting me. I'm going to put you down. And uh, what, well, can we like talk about that book? Because I'm actually interested in to learn what it's about, The Secret. Yeah. I didn't like read it, read it. It's not like a storytelling book. It's more like just Life inspirational. Lessons. Yeah, like how to um, get yourself out of the, like, the dumps kind of. I haven't read it in so long, but I just know like certain quotes from it um, that have stuck with me. Okay, you're like really hurting me. <laughs> Bad doodle. I just hate how like innocent and happy he looks. I know with the tongue out. Don't let it fool you. <laughs> As he picks up his little adorable like witch thing. <laughs> Alright, doodle. Stop sit. looking at me. Sit. 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 And he's like, nah, I run this house. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, um, so continue. I'll take um so what else so I don't know I just feel like ever since even like when I was in high school my friends would literally call me the gym Nazi because like after school I wouldn't go and hang out with them or on weekends like I'm not like a huge partier I would go to parties don't get me wrong like I like to drink and have fun but that wasn't like my goal I wanted to like wake up the next day and go to the gym yeah so like I wouldn't go out and that was just always how I was but that was also like a mental thing and I felt like my body changed and I was like super insecure in high school and I felt like I had certain people in my life that I could like be myself around, but right. then there was other people in my life where I kind of was like putting on a facade. I always wanted to use that word. A facade. There you go. <laughs> There's your chance. Um, but like, I don't know. As I got older, I like, now I know who I am and I'm still learning who I am. And I feel like every like two years it changes. Like if you were to ask me if I was who I am now, two years ago at 23, the answer would probably be Much a little different. different. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do you really just, like stop? He's just... It's a big he biter. He bone. Where is it? I'm just happy I'm not getting humped. Oh my god. Um. Um. Yeah, I, mean, I could totally agree with that too. Like, I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm really changing as a person too, and I'm, I'm starting to see how kind of like. Uh, <laughs> we put him I'm away. Gonna choke. Dude, all you're going away. You want to go in the jail? We call that thing his little bed the jail. So we're gonna put you in jail. You're just gonna put my man's doodle in jail right in front of me. Come on, you're being bad boy. Bad, bad. The things that the things that go on in this house. Oh my god, I really want to see Hustlers this weekend. I love J-Lo. Oh, I saw, um, saw a trailer for that. 
What did you say? The trailer for the movie. Oh, the trailer. I think you said Coachella. I was like, what? What? <laughs> Coachella comes to theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, what were we talking about? Completely lost. I tried to thought. Um, like being in high school, who we were two, a couple years ago, or whatever, we're different people now. But like experiences help you be different. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, um, for me, like, I'm kind of like, oh, I feel so bad as I bark now. I feel like I'm kind of like barking down this journey of like self-improvement and um, just kind of like being aware of who I am as myself and how I can improve in yeah. kind of like every aspect. That's why I started this podcast. Like, I I think my purpose and my end goal in life is just to help as many people as I can. Yeah, you're like that, for and, sure. And I don't know what sort of capacity, but I know if like okay. one, at least one person is listening to this and takes away something they can resonate with, like that, that means the world to me. Yeah. Uh, Aww. Uh, yeah. So, you're so motivational. <laughs> I try. <laughs> so um, I think with my past couple of experiences in like the past few years, I've, I've had like a lot of ups and downs, and yeah. I'm I'm just trying to realize, you know, like all the good and all the bad. It's like it's serving you at the end of the day. Absolutely, and I didn't realize that till like, cause like I went through personal things in my life, um, like family wise, and at that point I was like, why is this happening to me? Like, why? Like literally, just why? Big question mark and. I still don't know why, but those things made me who I am and made me a stronger worker. Yeah, you might not understand it for like a, another couple of years, like even yeah. 10 years from now, but at the end of the day, it all really means something. That's what, I really think that's what it means yeah. when people say like everything happens for a reason. Me too, and like it's such a cliche thing to say, but like it, everything does happen for a reason. Yeah. Like for example, last year when um, kind of went through that whole going through shit phase and <laughs> probably some people know what it's about and some people don't, but I feel like... When I was really down during that time, I was upset, obviously, but looking back at it now, I think it, it really made me grow a lot closer to my friends and my family and yeah. have much more kind of like intense relationships with them. But that's good. Yeah, and it, I, I wasn't really like understanding that, but like I would turn to them for like my, my issues and shit like that. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, wow, that really like strengthened all the bonds I have with like yeah. the closest people in my life. Yeah. So, Aww. there's always. But, like, that's like, a great takeaway. Yeah, there has to be. There has to be. All the good, all the bad, no matter how bad things may get. Um, but yeah, continuing on to the... Here I go. I just had a clipboard, or whatever they're called. Oh, the thing that goes... I don't think it's called the clipboard. I don't know what that is. I want to be in a freaking movie, too, Dang. and a commercial. I am back to it, man. Let's get some agents after this. All right. All right. If so... anyone's listening, call me. Me, too. That's my wink. It was really bad. I'm not affiliated with her. <laughs> I'm my own separate person. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so backtracking to what we were talking about before. Yeah. Wait, what did we just say? I completely just forgot. Oh, we were talking about like, um, like, uh, empowerment, the Alpha Fitness line. Oh, yeah, yeah, So a couple of months ago, we did the Empowered AF campaign. Yeah, I loved that. For Alpha Fitness. What did that mean to you? And what does it mean to be empowered as a woman so in today's I, age? Yeah, like I wrote that thing. It's up on the Alpha Instagram, my Instagram. Just being empowered and like, kind of what I was talking about before, not necessarily sassy, but like, going after you want and like not stopping until you get there and I know it's like scary and sometimes you have to like stand up to people and talk to people and and be this person and be super bold but like it's so empowering empowering like I'm like a worry wart sometimes and like I feel like some people don't see that unless like they're super close to me I kind of just not that I put them on a front but like I'm good at like no, I feel like you never show that to, like, the public. Yeah, time. like, I, but inside I do worry about things, but I'm getting over that. Like, I've had to talk to people with jobs and kind of ask for what I want, and, and it's empowering. Like, I was nervous and, like, super shaky at first, but the more 
and more that I spoke to these people who are higher than me, it became easier. And I feel like you should always like stand up and, and stand your ground for what you want. Cause I've had those experiences in like the workplace yeah. um, that a guy was making more than me and I saw it and I kind of used it was like, you know, what the hell I helped you hire, get this person hired and I've been here and I'm a woman, like, what's the deal with that? And yeah. I I don't label myself as a feminist. I don't go into politics. Like, I really, I stay away from all of that. But, like, I feel like women are, like, we need to bridge that, like, gap. Right. And you have the exact same job title as yeah. said person. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah, it is. That's really messed up. I know. So what happened? I set up for what I want and I got it. You just got to ask. And, like, I always give that advice to, like, my friends, too, or whoever. And, like, honestly, I really don't many friends but like people who are close to my life I'm just like listen like ask for you want like stand up for it and if you don't get it at least you can say okay I tried instead of not trying and just like being miserable and thinking you know what someone said this to me the other day closed mouths don't get fed yeah and you'll, you'll never get what you want unless you, you open your mouth absolutely um, adding on to that I'm reading a book right now called think and grow rich oh. and it has a I'm lot I'm reading a book too <laughs> a book on my Kindle <laughs> what's it called <laughs> Okay, I just started it, so I forget. <laughs> oh, pretty reckless. It's not that good. All right. You're a big Kindle girl, huh? <laughs> I love my Kindle. I need to invest in one. I read a lot of books now. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's cheaper. Asian. You're Asian. Mm. Anywho, backtracking onto this book, Think and Grow Rich, it kind of has a, a lot to do with accomplishing goals and kind of like manifesting the person you want to become and manifesting the things you want. That's great. Um, it talks a lot about having like a... like and like a burning desire for something right and you know let, let's say you have like uh you really want like this job and you feel like it ties in with your purpose it kind of get like breaks down the exact steps of how you should do that but also how you should be on the inside okay and one thing it talks about a lot is having the self-belief in yourself and also just disregarding any fear self uh, self-doubt or, or reasons That's great. people give you as to why you can't accomplish it like you just have to be so invested and and you have to believe in yourself so much to the to the fact that you basically either trick your brain into thinking it's completely true or you know deep down in your heart it is and you're not going to stop until you get there yeah and i think that's all well, i i know it is it's a, it's a reoccurring theme and probably some of the most successful people in the world you have to be hungry for it like you can't just like i hate that quote it's like um good thing comes to those who eat no good no. things come to like those who make things happen and exactly. have like and go after it and, an and have a voice plan. yeah yep I um, read this book, so long story, but anyways, I was head coach of Orange Theory Ramsey, and the guy who hired me um, gave me this book called Leadership 101, and, and I really enjoyed it. It's, called, like, it's basically like the law of the land. It's kind of like the book The Secret, but about leadership skills, and I always felt like I've been a leader. Like I don't, I don't really like to follow people, not just because. I just, I don't know. I like to do my own thing sometimes. So anyways, it's like the law of the land. Like if your leadership skills are, let's say, here, then the people underneath you can only get to here. So, right. if, but if you can be an awesome leader and take them, let's say, to level ten, they can be at level eight. But like, in order to succeed like fully, like you need to be on the top of your game so your people succeed. Like, it's not just about you right. being a leader; it's about the people who lead and who look up to you. Right. So, I like um, that stuff. yeah, being a leader is just—it's a full-time job. It really is. Um, I think what where people get misconstrued with being a leader <laughs> is like. Yeah, you're setting an example of how people should be and like you should inspire and motivate people. But at the end of the day, if you're like a leader, if you're a boss, you work for your employees. Yeah. Like, you you have to build them from the ground up and you have they to really make sure need. they have everything they need for them to succeed at a high level. Absolutely. That's um, Gary Vee talks about that a lot. And it's like and I only did it for a little bit, but like 
not that it's stressful, it's just like you want your people to succeed and they're going to succeed kind of how you help them. So like it's a reflection of you. If you can't coach someone the right way, not coach fitness wise, like literally life coach or whatever job they're in, like Mm -hmm. if you can't do that successfully, you're setting them up for failure. So essentially now you're setting yourself up for failure and the company and everyone around you. Nobody wins. Exactly. You have to be so invested into your team. Yeah. All right. Um, Oh, you want to know what we could, like I want to touch upon like what bothers me sometimes. Sure. And like I tell you, I just, what first thing that comes to my mind, I usually just say, I, okay, so Instagram is obviously evolving. We all know, like everyone's a model, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> what I, bothers me a lot about these girls on Instagram is that like they don't work, but like they go to like Italy and LA and New York and like all these places. But like, I don't get it. I'm going to start taking pictures of my feet and sending them to people in freaking, I don't know, where do they live, these people that want feet pictures? Why, would, why I, would I know where these people <laughs> that want feet pictures I want to send my beautiful feet, because they're actually really nice, and they're pink, pedicure, and I'm going to send them to people so I get money and I go away. But like, I'm still going to work on the side, don't get me wrong, I'm going to hustle, but like, that's really, be really nice. So like, what do these people do? Wait, can we just <laughs> rewind a little bit? Is this like an actual thing where you want to... I don't know, like, I'm asking, like, I feel like, are you let's about... ask a poll on Instagram and see if it's a thing but like i don't want to put it on mine because i feel weird are feet nudes a thing is that what your question yeah is? like it's weird do you think that is oh it's 100 percent a real thing well i think i, I actually it. actually last year somebody hit me up on instagram and the account was um mma feet Ew. and the person behind the account was like hey i think you're really hot and sexy i would love to see your feet in this background and i was like that's oh, so creepy yeah i just was like how do people think about feet in like a certain type of like environment and background? I don't know. But like it was literally a collection of people's feet, like athletes' feet. But like, do you feet. think this is really a thing? Like, and I'm not just talking about girls, and like I'm joking, but I'm not. Like, I don't know. Are, are we just talking about like this specific instance of feet, or are you just talking? No, about- like specific instances, like how these people just like get up and like wake up and are in different countries. And, like, these girls don't work. And I, that's what frustrates me because there are people that hustle so hard who want those things. And there's these other people who, like, I'm just kidding, but I don't know. Send pictures of their feet and go away. I see where you're coming from. You so, know? like, they, they get what they want through, like, just stupid miscellaneous yeah. jobs that might give them, like, quick cash. Yeah, uh, but they're probably not happy. That, I mean, like, I, I, I think it comes down to being fulfilled at the end of the day, like, yeah. with your life. Ha- having fulfillment and, and reaching towards your purpose. And they're, they're doing neither. Yeah. Right, so at the end of the day, like, okay, yeah, you got fucking flown out to Cabo from like your sugar daddy or like, your mom or something or yeah. your your foot your feet nude fund, whatever you want to call it, but like, that's it. You're like, not you're, putting your head on on your pillow at night, being like happy. Yeah, and in a sense, Maybe like you all you're fucking doing is getting like glammed up for Instagram and taking pictures, yeah. and like you live this facade of a life where people think you're just like this like Instagram celebrity, but in real life you're fucking, you're not really anyone. And that's also what's hard I feel like about the industry that we're into, like a lot of these big fitness people. And that's not to say like, listen, I have a class critic blog and I have my separate Instagram for that. And of course followers are great, but I feel like there's so many like coaches online or coaches that work for like these big uh, companies like Orange Theory or trying to think of a couple in the city, but whatever. And they have like all of these followers and it's just like, we're like small town people in Manapin and mm-hmm. we could be doing that job, but because we're not like a Wilma Mina, <laughs> Wilma Mina, whatever the model is, company is, like no one like is gonna look at us. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Not, I'm not saying I need that, but I'm just like putting it into different perspectives. Yes and no. Like you can definitely grow yourself on Instagram from just being hot, obviously. Yeah. But I think the most influential and probably the most valuable people on Instagram that are in our specific field yeah. are the people that actually have like good educational content where yeah. people can actually learn and take away something. And like I follow those people because I'm like, wow, it's like really interesting. Yeah, if you, if you learn cool. something and... You, you bring that into the gym with you and like you learn like a technique or a certain like exercise. Oh, yeah, even if it's on Instagram video, I do that a lot. Yeah, there's it's a lot, cool. there, there are a lot of people that do that, but I think it gets misconstrued once again because kind of the culture as it was growing a few years back, yeah. it was like, okay, you post a bunch of half naked pictures of yourself. Yep. You get sponsored by a supplement company. And now you share your whatever to get a, your customers get a discount, but yeah. like at the end of the day, you won't really fucking know jack shit. No. And I feel like everyone can like figure that out though. That's just like common sense. Yeah. And, like, I, I didn't want that to come off as, like, where are people follow us. That's really not what I meant. I just meant, like, yeah. there's other people not, like, hustling or doing certain things, but they get perceived as they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about, like, hard work and You know what I hate, too? Passion. Like, followers are cool. Like, they're, it's cool and all, but, like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, what what the fuck does it even I, mean? That's what I'm saying. That's why I get frustrated. What does it even mean? Like, I'm around people that have, like, verified checks all the time. I'm not trying to flex or anything. A. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I, I treat them as the exact same person I would yeah. treat, like, anyone on the street. Because, like, I was applying, so I'm going through, like, a little tough time with my job right now. But, mm -hmm. um, I was, like, looking at places in the city and all of them basically ask for your Instagram handle. Yeah. And that's kind of why I made my separate Instagram for a cup of joe because I need something to show for, obviously, my blog. But, like, if the time does come where, okay, I need something to, like, kind of, it's like a resume, kind of show my resume on Instagram of like who I am, what I'm about, and that's like yeah. what jobs look for. It's like a and it's fine, that's what our like society is going to, so I understand, but it's just crazy like maybe a job won't hire you because you have 1,200 followers, you know? Yeah, I think it's so Sucks. stupid. Me it's too. So stu you could be losing like such a like invaluable person to your right, team just you because, won't hire them just because you think this person isn't being seen by a lot of people. Exactly. And yeah, that's a valuable asset for someone that has like a lot of like eyes on them like yeah, yeah. you could probably like push a product blah 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 right but the, at the end of the day like what the fuck does it even mean yeah that's why it's just like always that i kind of was kidding about the feet thing and but but it's think, a real i'm thing. still thinking about it are you thinking about right now like selling your feet nudes yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah i feel like um even people like not associated with like business in any kind or don't really need to market themselves on social media yeah they care about followers too like anyone yeah I yeah think it's so stupid it sucks it really does suck but that's like the world we live in it's always kind of just like live with it but kind of like when it's that whole instagram thing was like popping up like followers followers, followers i think we all were like that mm -hmm. right now Growing like i up. said i'm kind of like take it or leave it this is how i am do you think social media is detrimental to people's mental health um yeah for sure why do you think that because especially for women, and I, I mean, you can talk to a, as a guy, like, I don't know how guys feel, but I feel like especially for women, so many people are like, women are posting photos of themselves and look at me, I'm doing this, or I look this way, but like, I look at those people and I'm like, oh my God, like, she's so pretty, I want to look like her, and then you're like, oh my God, I need to look like this certain way because she does, and it, they have all these surgeries. It's it's, yeah. yeah, it's like the whole like Kardashian thing. Like everyone wants to look like them. They get their like ribs taken out. They get ass implants. They get their freaking arms skinnier. Like it's just it, their lips. It's everything. Like well, everybody has their lips done. I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> but 
but like I don't know it's just like this like it's, it's just putting on a front like look at me my life's great and behind closed doors that person's life like they're miserable yeah. you know so for mental health I think it's on the outside looking in sucks for that person because they're like oh my god this person's so happy but the person posting it really isn't happy so now they're like oh my god I need to prove that I am who are you proving it to yeah you know it's so all Instagram really is is just like a highlight reel of your life yeah it's a resume and, yeah highlight reel that's a good one and um I think too like adding on to that I, I've been reading about this a lot too and I think that everyone really just has like this whole grandeur persona about yeah. them and they're like yep. they're in their head too much where they're, they think oh I need to post this on Instagram because people are going to think this of me or like I need to act this way around certain people because yeah. they think this of me but it, in the end it doesn't really fucking matter like can I actually say something what I like yeah. love about you that you do that you just like post whatever the hell you want whether it's like a quote you being stupid out at the bars yeah people bring that up like, a lot. <laughs> but like that's great like that's you because you're a real person and you show like all aspects of your life and like I kind of look upset because oh thank you like I don't do that I actually posted a video on my cup of joe and I was the other I day that. and I was like I'm nervous to do a video because I don't do videos like this but like I don't know like I'm learning so yeah. but, like no I always appreciate when you do that because it's like funny as hell and it's just like real yeah you know I, it's weird because like people will be like you're so like serious sometimes and then you'll post a video of you like upside down at a bar yeah like taking like three shots or like taking boomerangs like ah <laughs> <laughs> that's just who I am like yeah I love showing like my true authentic self and I hope that like resonates with people no I definitely think media. it does um but yeah <clears throat> I I think something needs to be done with social media where it just takes the whole kind of seriousness away from it because people I really eventually. I hope so like I know they were rolling out the whole um no followers thing yeah like, like it no show. showing likes and stuff like that mm -hmm. so that would be interesting to see I wonder if people would like what people I think a majority of people would would want to keep it I think it's crazy too because like when Instagram first came out it never really was about the followers and likes. no it was just a platform to share the cool I shit remember the doing. first time I got it I was a senior in high school in like accounting class and like I posted a picture of my smart water bottle <laughs> and I was like wow. drinking smart that was like the caption how clever <laughs> smarter by the drink by the sip <laughs> <laughs> But I really hope at the end of the day, like, social media does go back to, like, its true form. Like, you just share cool shit. Yeah. Like, who cares that you, you went somewhere or you did something? Like, yeah. it, it shouldn't be, like, a whole popularity contest. I at the but, end like, of the I could work on that, too. Like, I feel like literally we all can. But there's, a there's like, a, what's the phrase I'm looking for? There's a double-edged sword to this, too, because it's great for business. Right, so... Right, and the metrics show how many people follow you and yeah. how you, like, market yourself and stuff like that. So that's what I was kind of doing with my blog. Um, so the, for those of you who don't know, I have a blog. It's called The Cup of Joe. I'm in the middle of, like, redoing it and everything. But I liked that aspect because I can see people are, like, on the actual website, what, uh, if it was male or female, um, like, what age category. Same thing with, like, my 305 Fitness stuff. Like, mm. okay, if I want to pay for this ad, should I pop... Um, pay for it to be ages 18 to 36 or who's looking at myself for it. So for that way, like I need that just to like grow that side of my business. But, um, the other stuff, it's kind of just like whatever, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No. Yeah. I hate to see it. I hate how social media is. That's why I like just post whatever the fuck I want. But then at the same time, I do like it. So for my blog, Cup of Joe, um, basically the whole background story is my name is Ali Joe. I told you that in the beginning. And <laughs> I love coffee 
and it's a cup of joe so like i my whole thing is like you go to starbucks you go to wherever you pay i don't know so much money for a coffee and you want it to be like the best cup of coffee sometimes it's not sometimes it is certain starbucks are better than other starbucks i don't even know if that's a word starbucks is um so that was kind of my thing with this whole class critic blog because i love taking classes in the city and i don't even know how i got into it i think i got into it I love trying different things, but I also wanted to hear how other instructors were doing things so to see what I could work on, to see what other companies are doing. So I was like, I want to critique them because I, I have opinions literally on everything in life. So I um, like a perfect cup of coffee, want the perfect class, you're paying so much money for your fitness journey, what's right, what's not right, whatever. So I want to kind of bring that to my Instagram and, and my website to give people those reviews. So essentially you're just going to like boutique gyms, taking the class yeah. and then just reviewing it. Reviewing it, but like in detail, like how's the bathroom set up? What was the locker room like? What was the customer service? Was the instructor instructor clear? Did you think you got your money's worth? Where how are the people? That's were awesome. they like people that were like a cult that like like for orange theory fitness, like some people love their treadmill, they'll only talk to their group of people, or was it like stuck up girls who want to just wear certain clothes or are they friendly people because I feel like it's so intimidating to work out especially yeah. in those kinds of places and like and in the city um and I felt like you can go on a review and get a review of a restaurant but like I couldn't get reviews of gym so I was like I'm gonna do it and there you go now I'm doing it. I love it thanks a cup of joe cup of joe <laughs> adrenaline rush where can the people find you cup of joe.com um so right now my website I just like actually took it down. I'm redoing it, but it's going to be a, a www.acupofjoe.net. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I'll put it up on uh, my Instagram, I guess. Hey. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to touch on before um, shut this guy down? No, I don't. I think that's that's about it. There's always more, but I can talk to a wall. So we'll have to do round two, part two. Part two. Yeah. All right. I think we got like 30 something minutes in probably. I hope you guys liked us or liked me. I think they will. <laughs> Thanks so much. You're welcome. I'll hug you. Aww. Okay. Ready? That's a wrap. <laughs>